Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Penny, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather in your name. God, we ask that if there's any unrepentant sin in this room, God, we ask that you cover it in Jesus' name, and we repent and turn away, God. The sins known and unknown, God, we thank you for what you've done, God. We glorify and magnify your name. We ask that you grow this podcast according to your will. We ask that it reaches the lives and the souls and the ears that you would desire it to reach, God, and that you would give us the words to to help encourage and help move forward, God, even in our times of anguish, that we say a word of encouragement to someone else. And we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Welcome back, family. You have reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We're excited to have you on tonight. We're excited and grateful to be here. Um, it's been a long week, and it's Tuesday. We've had some good church service. We had a great revival service that we talked about last week, um, and we're here to talk tonight. We're here to have a good thought and have a good word towards one, one another and maybe lift each other up and lift somebody else up in the process. So what we're going to do by starting this podcast off is make a little jog around the table and see how everyone's doing. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Had, a, as usual, a couple days off, but I actually made myself a lot busier than I normally am. Yeah. Uh, I've been working on some design stuff, which uh, stay tuned. Um, I got a couple out of the way. I've got one that we'll be getting soon. Yes. Others still have a little bit of tweak in that, but... Got some ideas, some good ideas. Yeah, been designing some some shirt ideas that were coming up. Oh yeah, and so. and oddly enough, I I worked for probably three or four hours to start with on those. Then I just said, oh, let's take a break. It's ninety degrees. Let's go walk it <laughs> two and a half miles around town, then come back and go back and do some more. Well, it's it's been a nice October. I'll it say has that. been. It's been a nice summer this fall. Yeah. <laughs> kind of seems how it goes That's right now. That's pretty much, yeah. And we'll see winter next week. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll see summer again for half a day. Yeah. And then we'll get sprinkle spring and fall in there throughout. But well, that takes care of Mark. Yeah. Casey, how are you doing this week? I'm doing all right. Um I haven't really done much. Today was my official one year at work, so that's kind of exciting. Yay! I guess. Good job, Casey. Thanks. I didn't Major manage to get fired yes. before my promotion was up, so no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Major accomplishment. Yeah. In lieu of a clap track, we have ourselves. <laughs> um, we had a good lunch Sunday. Sun- oh, that Everybody was awesome. That, over. Oh, that was nice. That was really good. Um, I love spending time with family like that. Yeah. And especially when there's chicken involved, too. <laughs> Mark was there for the chicken. He wasn't there for the uh, Oh, I was the there for both. <laughs> we had, we were, no, I'm just kidding. We were watching, uh, enjoying looking at some of the cars coming across Jackson. the auction while um, Bryce, however, was showing his old age and napping on the couch. <laughs> there they, was a whole lot of old man napping going on. Yeah. But that's all right. If I'd had a chair that could kick out, I probably would have been joining the crowd, but the one I was in didn't have any footrest or anything. So <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, other than that, there's not been much going on. Yeah. Not too exciting. Well, that takes care of Casey. Patty, you're up. How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. We had some family time since it was nice out. We went to the pumpkin patch over in Goebbels. Okay. Took that's the grandbaby out. It was um my oldest daughter's birthday, so she's twenty two. And uh, we celebrated for a couple days, and she got spoiled. And <laughs> we took the grandbaby, um, which is her daughter, to um, Harvest Moon. And we showed her the animals, and 
She swang. 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 That's still a word. Swang. (laughs) And uh, one of those zip liners for the kids, zip lines. Those are fun. It was pretty cool. She got scared at the end and cried a little bit, but she did good. Um, And we threw some apples at the house that had this little apple shooter. uh, Apple shooter. That was fun. So, yeah, make sure you Played point out that you're supposed to throw the apples yeah. at the house, not just randomly <laughs> right. a drive-by fruiting if you ever watched uh, Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. <laughs> it's uh yeah. it's it's been nice. It's like to, a slingshot. It's been nice gotcha. to see your daughter back in church on yeah. Sunday. Yes, it was very nice. Yeah. And the direct change the visible change, I'll visible say. Visible change, yes. Yeah, she's awesome. quite different mm-hmm. since the revival has happened. I and missed I'm, her. Yeah, you too. Proud. I'm proud to be a part of that. I'm glad yeah. to have both my girls and my grandbaby. And it's really nice. Sonai may, may be the favorite out of all of them, though. Oh, she definitely oh, is. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. the crowd Steals pleaser. the song. Yeah. Steals the show every yeah. time. She'll sing, yes, Jesus loves me, and says, I want to do wheels on the bus. And said, you do you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Bryce, how about you? How's your week been? It's been all right. It's been pretty good. I've, uh, it's been, it's been interesting to say the least. But with that being said, I know whose hands I'm held by. So that's as that's as far as I go. That's as far as I'll go with that. Hey, nothing wrong with but that. With that being said, I found out this this last just about a month ago that I'm going to be a dad. So Yay! sorry, Casey, but that's better than a job. <laughs> yeah, that, that is better than a job. I'll give now you that. I, need I, need another, I need another way job, to trump. I was going to accuse you of taking a dad nap. But I didn't know if we were putting that out there. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> If it wasn't the fact that he normally goes last, I would say he was just kind of like hijacking everything to go last because he's he going said, to trump everybody <laughs> with that. By the way, you guys had a great week. But, <laughs> I'm going to be but. a daddy. <laughs> no, I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. We I'm all are. Excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. A little nervous, anxious, you know, but. Yeah, you get over it. Anyhow. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I'm Shut just up. kidding. Wait a few years. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> 18 years, three kids later. <laughs> Won't it's think different. anything of it. But no, it's it's pretty cool to think about it's been it's been an interesting week we've had awesome church on sunday you missed it sunday morning patty ain't gonna lie we had a good time a lot of good prayer and intercession that's very important i think to stay balanced spiritually um i've been personally doing a lot of fasting and praying trying to cut my flesh man down and hopefully my not hopefully i know my spirit is growing but doing, you know how we had pause for prayer during the the revival. I've been doing that in my life, just stopping throughout the day, whether it just just whenever I think about it, mm-hmm. and making my requests known unto God. It's good to do that. Yeah, it's in, it's been very very helpful to me mm-hmm. these past couple of days, where I've needed some hope, I guess, yes. and some peace. And newsflash, we do this and sit here and talk about you know these church things, but we. The only way we know about them is we've been there. We go through them. Yeah. Right. You know, and no one has been blessed enough, I'll say, to not go through a trial. But see, I'm I'm learning, too, as I go through these things that is it is it an attack on me or is it an uplifting to me? Is it what has this done? Has it been an attack that got turned around and made it draw closer to just see what I'm going to do, you know, during the attack? Or is it God just saying, hey, you're not as close as I want you to be. This is how I'm going to do it. Well, you know, in First Peter 4.12, it says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. 
but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Yeah. So we're going to go through trials. Yeah. On this earth, just like he suffered, we're going to suffer. Yeah. But we're going to have joy in the end, knowing that we're going to have exceeding joy with him because he's going to help us out through it. I need some of that. I mean, I need some of that daring joy, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of the daring. The daring joy. Some enduring, yeah. Enduring, not, well, I meant during the During During the trial. I know what you meant. But enduring. Like right in the middle of it, not. Yep. Not even that, the whole way through. It's it's rough on you, man. It is. But it's a faith builder, a strengthener, a strengthening thing for my walk with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been helping me on that side. I ain't gonna lie to you. If she's gonna bring out a verse, I gotta bring out one too. Bring it on, Mark. Bring it on. First Corinthians ten thirteen. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. That's why you mm-hmm. got to meditate on God's word. If yeah. you don't know those words, you can't have faith in them. And I think the most important part of this, like I would say that differentiates between a Christian worldview and a non-Christian worldview, yeah. is the last part after the last comma, that you may be able to bear it. Because, you know, whether it's Christian or non-Christian, you're going to have troubles. You're going to have problems. Yeah. But one worldview has a way that you may be able to bear it. The other is like, there's no, where do I go from here? Right. There's not any hope. There's anything else after there, whereas that's what we have. It's probably why suicide is so prevalent. Yeah. I think that pause in prayer is important because it makes us refocus on where we're supposed to have our focus on, which is Jesus Christ. That's one thing I've noticed, too. I've... It's like all you can see is the problem ahead of you and not the Savior before you, you know, or above you or above the problem or outside the problem. And that like exactly like what you're saying is it gives you a chance to refocus back in, dial back in to what you should be focused on. And I think if we don't, we end up poking the bear around us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, think of it like with a, like a camera. Yeah. You know, it's a finely tuned machine, lots of little pieces and parts like that. Like our life and like us, we have lots of little pieces, things that make us up. Yep. And like us, when we get into trouble, that camera can get shaken around a little bit. Right. When it gets shaken around, if you go try and take a picture right away, it's going to be pretty bad. You have to sometimes fine tune and focus the lens, everything back in order to, in order to either one, make it operate or two, make it so it shows something that it's actually supposed to. Right. That's a good analogy. Because mm-hmm. every time you look through your camera, you can get something in the broad, but you can tap on the screen of your phone and dial it into what you're supposed to be focused on. And I think we get focused on the broad stuff way too much. I do. I can't talk for you, but for me, it's like all I can see is this big problem in front of me. Yeah, and you look at like a lot of the camera apps and phones too. They have the option where you can tap on the one thing and bring it into focus and blur everything else around. Yeah. And we tend to do the opposite is where we pick something in the background and tap that and everything that's up close that we're supposed to be focusing on is all blurry and hard to see. Right. That's good, Mark. You got a thing every now and then. <laughs> a blind squirrel finds a nut. Exactly. Even a broken watch <laughs> is right twice a day. <laughs> Unless it's a digital. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I've been not, I'm not struggling with it, but I'm dealing with it. 
There you go. And God is dealing with me. God is working with me actively to pursue him in a different, with a different drive, I guess. And that's another key difference. Whether it's you or take you and someone else, go through the same problem. One person struggles, the other goes through it and deals with it. Right. Doesn't change the struggle that you're both going through. Right. Changes how you attack the struggle. Right. Bible says to look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. That's the only thing that's been stuck in my mind is Bible verses here lately. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm praying God to help to reveal more verses unto me, to give me an eased mind and an eased spirit. And I'm looking and searching for them. I found Psalms 55. We were talking about that earlier, which is a good one. And it it had and it makes it makes you feel better that David, it was talking about David when I think I think when uh, Saul was after him. He said, if I could take the wings like a dove, I would fly and and in the I would fly away and in the wilderness would I would abide or something like that. I was like, man, if he felt that way, it's okay for me to feel that way, but you got to go down to the verses and start talking to the Lord and say, Lord, deliver me like you did mm-hmm. David. Right. Deliver me. He's he's literally trying to kill this man. My problems aren't that bad, but it's bad to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, you know. That kind of makes it bring it home that these people in the Bible, they're real people too. Right. Yes. You you don't have to look far to find someone that you can relate to with whatever they're doing. Right. There's always someone there. There's not a situation that someone didn't go through that you can't either relate to how they responded or relate to the situation itself. Right. And even like in Psalms 51, talking about, forgive me, God. I, I made a mistake, you know, and we all have done that. God, cover me, guide me in the way you would have. If I did something wrong, cover me, fix me. Whatever you need me to do is what I'm willing to do to make this thing right. I think that's what a lot of the Psalms are there for, is to teach us. Because he's he's gone through problem situations. We may not have the same ones, but we know how it feels. He, know, he knew how it felt. Right. Psalms 43 says, judge me, O Lord. Yeah. Judge me, God. Cry out to him and and That's one of the ones that sticks out to me and and it's kind of like a reoccurring. It says cry out aloud to the Lord morning, day and night is when I'm going to cry out. I basically just continually. Continually. Be in prayer mm-hmm. and asking God to, you know, and that's one thing that I'm doing. I'm fasting and praying. Why would you do that, you know? Cuz I want God to hear me. Mhm. Yeah, and the nice thing is, like you said, you're searching for verses. Yeah, they're they're not hard to find. I did it before you started a quick search. I mean, I found one page that had 98 Bible verses. Right. Or you can find specific things like to go with. Uh, what yours brought to mind is Romans three twenty three through twenty six. Yeah. For all has sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness that he may be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Right. That makes me feel better about mm-hmm. being in the position I am. I do believe, and I'm I'm hoping that it's God, and I believe that it's God trying to get me closer to him. I think that's a big thing. Um, Not knowing where it's coming from. Yeah, that is true. But also I think sometimes 
not speaking for anybody else at the table, but myself and as a general thing, sometimes outside of the struggle or outside of, you know, the issue, we don't take as much initiative to be close to God. Um, the song God on the mountain has been stuck in my head all week and a different thought about it. You know, we always sing God on the mountain is still God in the valley thinking the mountains, this great place, but where do you go in a battle? To the mountain. For the high ground. Yeah. The valley is not a bad place in most areas. It's usually where the river's running through. It's where the sheep can graze. It's a place of rest. Yeah. But we sing the God of the mountain is still God in the valley. So the God that you want to call on in the middle of your trouble should still be the same God that you're willing to call on when you're in a place of rest. Yeah. That's how it's turned for me. And I think that's something that I know I struggle with sometimes. I'm not as... Apt. Yeah, apt. Yeah. Not as quick to be in prayer or to be you know, drawing closer whenever everything's going right. And I think sometimes that's what keep us, keeps us in the struggle or in the trial sometimes. That's one thing that I've noticed, and I'm like, God, I promise. Yeah. I will stay in prayer. I'll stay in fasting. I'll stay in connection as deeply as I can if you help Just me. Just get me out of here. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And, and maybe it's like he knows me well enough to know that I might just have to sit here for a little while. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how David felt also. Yeah. Because he had to sit there for a while. Before. Long while. Yeah. That's why he cried out so much. Yeah. In a lot of his Psalms. Yeah. And I think because a lot of them are written at different times, that meant it happened more than once. So yeah. he had to learn each time. Well, and it says at the be beginning patient. of them, too, it associates a, a time that we've read about in like First Kings or Sam, yep. First Samuel, Second Samuel, you know, through that, it correlates. This is what he was saying during this period of time. So it can be like, okay, he was getting ran out of his own nation for his life. And this is what he's saying at that point in time. It's like when you get halfway through the I'm disappointed talk, you so I'd be like, I get it. Mm. I get it, Dad. It's yeah. fine. You don't have to keep going. <laughs> well, it kind of humbles you, too, to be thinking about this dude's actually running for his life. Yeah. Literally, yes. Literally, with yeah. javelins being thrown at him. And, mm-hmm. you know, and is my problem really that bad? <laughs> It is to me though, and I think God God hears that and knows that, and He knows your capabilities. Yeah, like you like you were saying with uh, was that? I think it was the Corinthians one. Yeah, Corinthians ten three or ten thirteen. Ten thirteen. He knows how much you can take. But I think He allows it to happen, also, and because it, because of that, because He knows how much you can take. Right. He, he knows allows, better than you do. Yeah, he allows so much to happen, but then he comes in and picks you up and carries you the rest of the way. Man, I need that. You know? Yeah. He helps you out at yeah. the last minute. Makes me want to cry because he just picks you up when you need it. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, and I, I this is the way I view when Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac. God had no question what Abraham was going to do. He knew what was going to happen. Right. But just like with that, and with the trials that we go through sometimes, we have to know how we'll react. Right. And if we don't get put through those, right, we can't find out how we're going to react in a certain situation. Right. And I think if we fail, the conviction hits us so hard so fast that it's like we you, can't we can't live with ourselves. You can't stay in that state. You no, can't. you can't. You have to get out of it for yep. your own personal conscience, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bad conscience guy. I don't sleep well if I'm if I feel like something ain't right. Yep. And 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 I know it's God saying, "Hey, you need me." Yeah. You need me more than you know. And it's like, I just want to sit here in his presence and be praying and thanking him for 
everything that he's done in the past. And that's one thing, too, that has helped me out through this is, God, you did it before. You did it for them. You've done it for me before. Now, this is just a bigger portion of what that is, but it's not bigger than you. Right. He's a big God. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big, big house, too. Oh, gosh. Uh, here not we go. This again? <laughs> Welcome to Audio Adrenaline 2.0. <laughs> but I found another one there as well when it's talking it. about things that we go through. Because I did click on a page that had 98. <laughs> well, why settle for 50 when you can go through so many more? Gold Come star. On. Oh, I'm sure there's probably one more than that. Don't give me no <laughs> gold star yet. Um, it's First Peter um, 1, 6 through 7. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. And then the really the really good kicker on this, verse 7, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. That makes me feel better. Mm, yeah. More precious than gold. It, the The... How we respond with our faith is more important than gold and jewels and things like that. It's everlasting. Mm -hmm. The response is what's being looked for at the end of the day, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talk about how he's not going to give you more than you can bear. But I think sometimes what you're given is to push you to the point where you have to give it over. Mm -hmm. You know, in Matthew 11, it reads, come unto me, starting in 28, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean up. Of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. This is Jesus speaking. And ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Some of the times the things that we're carrying, we don't have to hold on to. But I think they're piled on sometimes to bring us to a point where we're willing to hand them over. Yeah. It's like, are you willing to let it go? Right. We have to trust in God, but literally trust in Him. With, because sometimes we want to take care of it ourselves. It's like, See the that's just that you want to put it on him, but head. you want to keep a hand on it and yeah. just make sure that it stays balanced. Well, that's God, the, we just want to help you out because I know that you're you're kind of taking too long. So how, um. how, how how'd that turn out for how'd that turn out for the guy who put his hand on the on the uh, cart on the ox cart? Not right. too well. That that is one of the biggest like kind of setbacks to a Christian walk is not seeing it done the way that you would expect it to be done. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But God's wills and his thoughts are higher than ours. Yeah. I still keep going back, no, no matter what topic we get on sometimes, to Steve Harvey's quote, my one of my favorite Steve Harvey quotes. You can't ask God to bless you and then begin to tell him how he's going to do it. Right. Yeah. And the same thing goes with trials. You can't ask God to help you get through it say, but okay, but this is the only way you're going to get me through it. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, just step back and let me do what I do. Yeah, I said that before. It's the hot no. You want it hot? hot you want no. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Just want it the way I ordered it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's no, Have it your there, way. There's no uh, custom order Christianity. No. Nope. Doesn't come that way. That's hard. That's a big failure point, for I think, for a lot of Christians mm -hmm. or a lot of people who are aspiring to be. You know, yeah. Christian, they're like, they think everything's just going to happen the way you want and it's going to be fair and easy and good. But the Bible clearly says in the end times, you are going to be despised and rejected just like Jesus was. Exactly. And yeah. you can expect it too. Mm -hmm. Don't wonder, don't wait. You can expect it's going to happen. And we have so many things to remind us of the fact that we've got hope and we've got peace. There was more. I guarantee if I were to count, there was more than 98. That's just what was on that page. Let's hear some more. Okay. You guys talk a second when I get this put it right now. This has it in a different translation. Anyone that knows me knows I do not like 
other translations very well, other than to study to help study. Yeah. But I have to go back to the other because sometimes things can get omitted or a word can change. And when you read the way it was written, it's like, well, and you look at the context, you look at the word. It's like, okay, this makes sense. And you read one of their translations, like that has nothing to do with what this is saying. Either it's completely out of the situation or it's just some off the wall. I know it's an off the wall. I know they did their study and things like I just I can't I have to go back to the King James no matter right. what other one I'm reading first. I want to make sure that sure. I mean when they found the uh Dead Sea Scrolls, when they found the scroll of Isaiah from thousands a thousand years ago, and it was ninety nine point some percent the same as the version in the King James, it's kinda hard to uh, to beat that accuracy. So right. it's true. Let's see. There's your lesson for that today. Yeah. <laughs> the professor shows up every now and then. Or you can keep talking. I'm trying to find the best one here and then type in. I type in <laughs> the verse and the chapter and everything. I think there has to be so many verses in the Bible to remind us that there's hope because we're so easy to get. Hopeless. Hopeless. Yeah. yeah. I know we all talk a little bit off air about some things that go on that we don't want to share. Right. Like, just know that it is not perfect for any of us either. No, oh, absolutely. And we are not perfect at... Far from that. You know, just quoting Bible verses to ourselves in the middle of the day and being like, everything's going to be fine. That's not how life works. That's not how it works. Yeah, because sometimes you just want to lay down. You just want to go to sleep. Up. You want to curl up in the fetal position. Hide yeah. in bed yeah. for a while. Cry. Sleep a couple days away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can find a hundred reasons like so, like not David, to go somewhere. Like David said in Psalms 55. Six, if I had wings of a dove, I would go, it said I would wander afar off. Yeah. But what's encouraging too is sometimes whenever you need that, the Lord will provide and make provision for you. Is it Elijah or Elijah? It's Elijah. 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 I get the two mixed up. It's two letters. But, you know, whenever he was just downtrodden and had gone through all of this, even though God had delivered him before, God still gave him the ability and provided for him to just lay down by the river for a little bit and take a nap. He was full out, you know, I would like to die. Please take me out. And God said, just take a nap and I'll give you a snack and you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) He got a Lunchable in a sippy cup and he was good. It's obviously a dumbed down version of it or a well-explained one, but still it's... Sometimes you're allowed to stay in that place of rust. Sometimes you need it. On the flip side of that, though, he also came and said, you're here too long. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know when to get back up. Right. But that's not to say that just because you're given all this hope, that doesn't mean that you're not allowed the time to recoup either. Just know that you can't stay there forever. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I got another one for you, and it's an answer for how to get through a lot of the things that we go through. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Which we know whenever you do anything that's instruction from God, it's always going to give you something else after that. The re- right. the, He'll give you kind of the reason behind it. Yeah. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So if you're doing the first step when you're going through all these problems, these things, God's got his part he's doing to kind of, kind of, Keep you in a good, as good a place as you can get yourself to. Then, so I had this thought: Is we talk about David for just a second? So we're going through Psalms and all these other ones. No, well, too bad. I'm gonna <laughs> do it anyway. I'm just kidding. I'm on the one. I got the board on my side. I can mute you. Woo! <laughs> I'm let's, not going. Let's to. move on with the thought, boys. Yeah. 
thoughts? I think it's kind of cool because you can take a look at the life of David. Yeah. And whether he was, when he was just a shepherd, yep. he was attacked by the bear and the lion and things like that. Mm-hmm. When he was anointed, but not yet king, he was attacked by the current king. And when he was the king, he was attacked by other armies and other people and things like that. So it's like, to me, it says that it doesn't matter which part of that you are, whether you're the low end of where he what he was for his career in life at the high end, your status isn't going to keep you from having any problems. Right. So whether it's the person that's a churchgoer on the pew, whether it's the pastor, whether it's the janitor, whether it's the greeter, whatever it is, there's not a position in the church that's going to stop you from having problems. And they're all according to your level of capability, too. When he was a shepherd, he had to be able to keep the wilderness away from his sheep. When he was anointed, he had to be able to take the, away the, the, the thought of the king killing him. And he had to stay his hand, too, because he had a shot himself. Right. And, and that had been wrong. Right. He had to do what was right in the situation. And then when he was king, he had to be aware of other kingdoms. And then when he became an old man, it was basically just his health. Yeah. You know? He said, I was young, but now I'm old, and I've not yet seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging for bread. There's another piece of the comforting scripture right there. Yep. That's a good one, Mark. And that's the thing. You know, we talk about there's different types of problems and things like that. And I'm making light of the fact I found a website that has 98 verses right. about it. But you look at, we've all mentioned it. I know Lenny's taught it and some others as well that, you know, fear not's in the Bible 365 times. And I have a feeling it's more than 365 times for verses like this to kind of reassure you for why you don't have to really fear so much. Well, and, and to go along with the point that Casey made a couple minutes ago, it was basically that we get off or lose hope so quickly. And that's why there's so many times of these probably thousands of scriptures that say to give you this this comfort and this peace. And I think you can flip that a little bit and say that the enemy is going to come at you in every single way. Your adversary is going to come at you in so many different ways, in so many different times to try to uh, bring you out of this faith. He's not trying to kill you because that would make you go to heaven. He wants to take you out of your faith and question your faith and question why you do what you do and go to church on Sunday and pray every day and, and fast and seek God's face. He wants you to question that. And that's why we need so much reassurance, I think. Yeah. Because there's so much. He's busy. Mm-hmm. Satan's busy doing his work. He hasn't slowed down yet. Matter of fact, I think he's picking up speed. But God hasn't yeah. God hasn't stopped. Well, he either. has to pick up speed. He's going downhill now. <laughs> yeah. And he's got chains. <laughs> he's got chains reserved. Yep. And in a pit reserved. That's why I'm just thinking thinking God that I at least have an opportunity to make it right and he don't. Yeah. Right. I still thought, I, I know I pointed this out before. It's like he had this plan. He wanted to put his throne up on the side and be like the most high. Well, he got part of his destination, right? He got to be on the side, but instead of being on the side up by the most high, his side reserved for him was down in the pit. Yeah. So things didn't work out so well when he put him, when he puts himself or when we put ourselves, try and put ourselves in that place. Right. You know, um, was one of the Herods as well had a problem where he wanted just taking the glory of God instead of, Giving thanks to God that doesn't work, no. So, and that's a, that's another thing to take point and take note of is in the good times, 
What are you doing in the good times? Are you taking credit? Are you giving honor and glory where it's due? Right. Because if he's God, like Casey said, in the mountain, he's God in the valley. Yeah. Uh, if you if you recognize him in your problem and call on him in your problem, you have to give him praise in the in the prize. Yep. You know yeah. when you win, when you make it right, and you're victorious, you got to give him praise then all the time. Yes. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get try and put to death this whole me mentality that we mm-hmm. we just right. Have. We had a good sermon on and not sometimes your enemy is your extra me. Yeah, that's going on a shirt too. I already sent her an idea for that. <laughs> so that there's going to be quite a list, especially because there's a lot of stuff that never makes it onto the recording that mm-hmm. that we talk. There's a lot of stuff that probably it's a good thing it doesn't make it on yeah. the on the air. But if you don't believe me, ask Bryce about garlic milkshakes. We're just going to leave that one at that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was the, such a pain look over there, Casey. <laughs> it's a true statement though about me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but. There was lots of little things, and that's one thing I kind of like about my when the idea of starting to do things like this is sometimes, and we talked about this in um, Sunday school in the morning. Yeah, sometimes that confirmation that you get from the mature Christians, the other Christians that you know that are giving you a counsel, they don't know what's going on. Right. They don't know. Well, who's to say it can't be? You know, you're going through a problem. You can't figure out what's going on. Why is this happening? And you just have to scan and you see someone's got a shirt that's got the message that gives you exactly what you're looking for. Right. God will speak to you if you ask and listen. That's yeah. it. He'll help you. He'll work for you. He'll work with you. Um, you got to get out of the way, though, is the yeah. biggest thing I can say. I still think one of my favorite ones I ever saw walking into Walmart in Niles one day was um, on the back of the person's shirt said, Noah didn't wait for a ship to come in. Right. He built it. Right. And that would be just like, you know, hey, maybe I'm feeling bad. You know, why isn't this happening for me? Why can't I get this done? Why can't I get where I want to be? It's up to you. Instead of asking why, start planning how. Yeah. Amen. Ask God for guidance through that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to end this one. It's going to be a short podcast for you this week. We're not going to take up so much of your time. Just give you a quick thoughts of hope and encouragement for anybody who might be going through anything. God is here with you. God is for you, and he wants to work for you. Um, you got to allow him to, and you got to get into a position where you can be close and hear what his instructions are. Um, you got to be intimate with God. You got to be saying, hey, help me any way you can. Help me any anywhere you can, any way you can, especially in the valley. And, and on top of that, when you come out of the valley and you start reaching for the mountaintops, it's time to give him thanks and praise and honor and glory. That we're going to say, love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey, both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comment section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week.